Hey, Fire Nation, JLD here with a quick message. We are closing the doors to Podcasters Paradise to new members on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. We're doing this because we are putting in a lot of new initiatives, implementing a lot of awesomeness over the next few weeks. And so we're going to keep Paradise closed for a significant amount of time as we make that happen to get Paradise to even a greater level of awesomeness. When we do reopen, the price will be higher and we're likely taking away the lifetime option. So if you want to jump in before Wednesday, just go to podcastersparadise.com. Grab your lifetime membership, grab today's lowest price that we're ever offering. And we have killer bonuses for people that join on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. And to find out all the details about this and more, just go to eofire.com slash ppclose, or just check out the blog on our website because it's the first article right there. All right, on to the show. Entrepreneur on Fire 925. Promote what you love instead of bashing what you hate. John Lee Dumas and the WebinarCourse.com have arrived. Create amazing webinars in 10 days and ignite. Try ZipRecruiter and get your perfect candidate before someone else sweeps them off their feet. Today, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Make a lasting first impression with unique business cards from Moo.com. Moo's range of top-notch paper and exclusive design templates make it easy. For extra wow, try Printfinity. Print a different image on every card. Stand out with Moo.com. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Dale Partridge. Dale, are you prepared to ignite? Affirmative, my friend. Yes. Dale is most widely known as the founder of Sevenly.org and by the one million monthly readers of his blog, The Daily Positive. His focus is now on his next project, StartupCamp.com, and his new book, People Over Profit. Dale, say what's up to Fire Nation and what's going on in your world right now. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, Man, just really excited to be here. Um, Entrepreneur on Fire is one of those inspirations I've followed for a long time, as well as, uh, you know, entrepreneurship is just in my blood. It's something that I love to do. Um, You know, I never knew that I was supposed to be an entrepreneur uh, until I was about, you know, 19 or 20 and walked that journey now for seven companies, uh, producing over about $25 million in revenue, Uh, learned the ropes, and I feel like I'm finally ready to start teaching. It's really exciting. Wow. Well, we have a lot of stuff to talk about because you have some really, really cool things going on. I mean, startup camp, mind blown, people over profit, really exciting. But first, Dale, I want to get inside your mind, my friend, because you've done a lot of cool things in a lot of cool areas. So let's unbox that a little bit with what I call the one minute mindset. So I'm going to ask you five questions, five insights into your mind and answer in about 60 seconds-ish. Number one being, ideally, what do the first 80 minutes of your day look like? Yeah. So, you know, I'm a father and a husband. Uh, so I wake up in the morning, uh, you know, depending on what the baby slept, right? So um, I wake up in the morning, you know, anywhere between six and eight. I used to be able to be so regimented where I would wake up at the same time, but uh, this has shifted um, as I've, you know, tried to catch up on sleep, depending if I was up two times or three times with the baby. Um, and I'm up in the morning. 
uh, I usually have that what I call the the golden hour, and I spend that time with my wife and family. Um, and we we hit we you know we get under the sheets and we we uh, we hang out and like you know, kind of like that old parachute looking thing you do with children. I would do that with our daughter. And, you know, you, it's a white blanket. So the light comes through and we can have that time in the morning. And then we eat breakfast together, uh, have some time just to discuss the day. Uh, and then I dive in at about typically around nine o'clock, uh, dive in, hit that email really hard. And I try not to check my email again until about 5 p.m. Um, I then work off of three by five cards. So this is something that I've done. It just works for me is that I have a stack of three by five cards that I, I pull out every night before I go to bed and I hammer out the exact, the top five things I need to finish that next day. And I actually prioritize them in order. So one, two, three, four, five in, in importance. Um, and then typically the one is number one is the one that I hate most. And I <laughs> swallow <laughs> I, that frog. Yeah, exactly. So I hit that one, get that thing done. Uh, I make sure that I take breaks every hour for about 15 minutes. Um, and uh, by the time the, de- the day's over, I try to really dive back into family, usually go get a beer and relax with, uh, with some friends and hang out with my wife. And uh, so that's just really the, the regimented schedule that's worked for me. I do also usually work six days a week. Um, I take one day off. Uh, the, my sixth day on Saturday, I actually only work about four hours though. So because during the day, I'm really only working about six hour days, maybe maybe seven hour days. So I try to get that extra day in there uh, depending on the intensity of the season. No, I'm a huge fan. We can all take a lot away from that swallowing the frog first because just having that thing that we don't want to do and continue to kind of push it to the back of the pile, it's just, it's still there. It's still taking up our mental bandwidth being like, I know we have to do this, but just getting it done first thing, it's over. You already have this massive sense of accomplishment Then you can attack the rest of your day with gusto because, you know, the worst thing's already behind you. And Dale, I'd love to know your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur. I've always lived with, with anxiety and, um, and overstress that affects me in a major way. So insomnia is another one. So sleep has always been kind of this massive weakness for me. And what it is, is that it's, I carry the burdens of, of the world on my shoulders. Um, I, I, I can't stop thinking. I can't stop worrying. Um, and, you know, having, if any of you guys are, are fathers out there or mothers, uh, I'm the guy that, you know, when your, your child coughs, you think he's choking. Um, so <laughs> it, it's, <laughs> for me, worry has been something that has is, is consumed me as an entrepreneur. And it's been something that I've battled for a long time. I actually uh, went into a, um, to a 12 month course that I paid a thousand dollars a month for with Dr. John Townsend, which is an executive psychotherapist that spent a lot of time really debunking and understanding, um, you know, why I think the way I think and how I think the way I, way that I do. We did a lot of healing, a lot of humiliating, embarrassing, awkward diving into the past, uh, you know, therapy that really helped me grow through some of these worries that I had. And it really told me a lot about who I am. Uh, now I have to set up boundaries and ultimately, uh, you know, make sure that my mind doesn't wander in certain areas where I worry too much. Um, so I, I constantly am, am monitoring my thoughts uh, in order to keep them healthy uh, because I think that inner voice that we speak to ourselves really dictates what we create in our lives. And, uh, and I make sure that I, I'm, I'm in control of that because this is, this is my weakness uh, as an entrepreneur. This is my weakness as a man. And I've, uh, I think that I've made a lot of progress on it, but I think it's something I'm going to battle for my entire life. 
Absolutely. And I'll tell you, you're in the majority. It's just on what level do we as human beings have that anxiety? And then also, how do we deal with it? And I know there's a lot of Fire Nation listeners right now that are saying, um, what's the link to that course? Because I want to do that in the next 12 months. And so we'll make sure to get that over. And Dale, what's your biggest strength? This is going to sound weird, but I feel like I have a, a slight prophetic understanding of, of what's happening, meaning not that I'm like some prophet of God, but I'm saying is that, that I, see, uh, I see trends before people usually see them. Uh, I, I, spot, um, I spot the next thing and where the, the market is moving and um, before, before the market sees them. And so I've been able to, to position myself as an entrepreneur and as a business in places where people, people are saying, oh, that's, I don't know about that. I don't know if that's really going that way. And I find myself ahead of the game uh, multiple times. So, I, you know, at first I saw this, I thought it was luck. And then I did it again, um, you know, uh, with my, my uh, company Sevenly that was in the beginning of the kind of the social good trend and that it worked correctly. And now with Startup Camp, I'm seeing this again because as we see the crumble of the college institutional traditional education fall, fall down, we're not seeing a lot of solutions for people to educate themselves as entrepreneurs. So I found myself, again, perfectly positioned in this spot. So I, I would say it's, it's a, I don't know what it is, but it's the ability to see the future a little bit sooner than most people. We've all, well, all of us, I should say that our surfers have seen those other surfers who just seem to know where that wave is going to form. And I was just like, how, how do you know it's going to form over there and break right there? I mean, it's just like, they can see it. And that's what we as entrepreneurs need to really be working towards is, is spotting those trends. And it's something that you can definitely have more natural ability for, but it's also something you can work towards by listening to the right content, you know, like this podcast and reading the right stuff, you know, like the daily positive and doing all the right things. That's kind of framing your mind to catch those trends and to see those waves before they form. So great stuff, Dale. Love that. And what's a habit that you wish you had? Habit I wish I had was the ability to say no when it comes time to make tough decisions. And this is even in the smallest decisions. So I don't know how many of you guys out there who have been able to sit at 11 o'clock at night and you continue to work and you can't say no to it. You can't stop to it. And also the amount of opportunities. And it's the, it's the ability to have the habit to understand the power in saying no. And I'll tell you that there's almost everything um, you know, John, I think that you might have said this, I'm not sure, but almost everything uh, is, is not important. And so there's very few things in life that are very important. So the ability to say no for me, I have, I have to choose between incredible and great. Not, not, oh, you know, make sure that you choose great instead of, instead of mediocre. It's like there's opportunities that are great opportunities, but you actually have to choose the incredible ones. And it's by saying no to great. Uh, and it's this habit that's been very difficult for me to form. So Dale, you have a lot of things, rightfully so, that you're excited about, but what's the one thing that has you most fired up right now? You know, I think that it's this book, People Over Profit, that's coming out. Um, when I was at Sevenly, I learned that how you make employees feel about themselves says a lot about your leadership. And um, it's looking at your companies and seeing that they're people, not parts. And I really spent a lot of time manufacturing and developing this book to help people redefine capitalism, to help flip capitalism upside down and create companies. It's my belief that people and, and leaders and companies that value people over profit are actually more profitable. 
So, you know, the marketplace, you know, left to itself, doesn't see people. You know, it sees pieces of a puzzle. It sees potential purchasers. It sees zeros and dollar signs, you know, credit card swipes, uh, bottom lines. You know, and as, as leaders, every dollar our company makes is a reason not to change, right? We get this. It's, you know, because tradition is powerful. This pattern that we have is powerful. Consistency is powerful. But these patterns, when they're, cons- you know, when they're stagnant or deceptive or only focused on profit, they can actually become prisons and ultimately executioners of our business. Mm-hmm. So this book is really about helping people restructure how they think about business and make them more profitable at the same time loving people. I mean, it's a win, win, win trifecta fire nation. And you're hearing what Dale's kicking out right now. And all I can say is I've seen it firsthand with my business and I'm excited to get my hands on a copy of this for sure. Now, Dale, I want you to take us to a moment in your entrepreneurial journey that you would consider the worst entrepreneurial moment and really make us feel like we're there with you. Take it away. So I was 22 years old. And I had just had my girlfriend break up with me because she cheated on me in Germany. Okay. So I'm already kicked to the curb, right? Yeah. Uh, two weeks later, I walk in, uh, as I'm leading my rock climbing gym, I, I had about 15 employees at a company that did about $500,000 a year in Riverside, California. And, uh, I walk in and I'm leading this, this company that I own only 20% of because, you know, at that time I only had so much money to, it was my idea, but I didn't have enough money to, to own more than half of it. I rallied some investors to create it. This thriving rock climbing gym, it was a beautiful place. I walk in one day and I have my partners walk up to me and say, hey, Dale, we need to talk. And I'm like, oh, crap, right? And I'm 22-year-old immature leadership Dale. And I, you know, they set me in what was the yoga room at the time. And we sit down and they say, Dale, we got to fire you. And I got... I'm like, my heart sunk, you know, I'm, I'm almost like, oh my gosh, wait, what? And I had no plan B at the time. Um, and I, I got let go because I was a horrible leader at the time. I was, um, I, I was able to do the right things the wrong way. And um, it, it, it was this moment that really um, put me into a downward spiral for quite a while in my entrepreneurial journey. Uh, I slipped away, um, realizing I got fired from my own company. I had no more paycheck at this point. And, and ultimately, this is, it was this moment that what I talk about even in my book is the golden rule is that now forever since that moment is that I call the golden rule is that we fire people the way we want to be fired. And, um, and that day I was not fired with, with love or grace. Um, and I learned from that point on, anytime I make a termination, I treat them as people, again, fueling into the book. But I walk away at this time and a really a fritz trying to figure out what's my next thing. Um, it was embarrassing. It was humiliating. Uh, but it, it spun me into a serious amount of growth. I think I read about 200 books <laughs> in the next two years, uh, almost in a, in a revenge way, which was an, an unhealthy way, but right. to, to, to prove that I was worthy of, of being a great leader. Um, and, it, and it took a lot of growth. Um, so after that, I ended up starting my advertising agency and then and my conference company and then Sevenly. And it took a few years to really come back from that fail. 
I mean, I look at some of my failures when I was that age and, you know, I can put myself back there and I thought it was the end of the world. I was like, this is it. Like my future is ruined. And, you know, looking back now at 35, I'm like, I was so young. I mean, I wish I had just taken a step back and said, hey, John, like you're 22 years old. Take a breath, relax, you know, travel to India for like six months and just kind of like do a few things because you have such a marathon life ahead of you. Treat it the right way. I mean, that's a huge takeaway for me, like listening to your story right now, is that we just take the weight of the world on right now. I mean, you know, I know that if things come crashing around me right now at 35, I'll be like, oh my God, my life's over. But at 45, I'll be like, dude, you were so young at 35. I mean, that's my big takeaway, Dale. What do you want, Fire Nation, our listeners, in just one sentence to really take away from that period in your life? When you look at your life and your ability uh, to produce income, to produce influence, to produce influence, uh, you look in your past so that you can move forward. Okay. The, the, actually, the Hebrew word for faith is a man in a rowboat, and he's looking backwards, rowing forwards. And the, and the image is that he can only move forward because he looks at his past. So what I'll tell you is that in the first journeys, it's very difficult to say, I don't have much history. But as you fail and fail and fail again, especially as you get older, you look in your past and you go, look, but I've won here. Ooh. I've won there. I've won there. And you trust that you'll win again. I did not think that I was going to go from my $500,000 threshold experience at my rock climbing gym to building a, a $10 million you know, e-commerce company four years later. But, but now, even after Sevenly is now a past for my season, I have this trust and this faith that I can do this again and even better. Wow. Love that message. And Dale, you've had some aha moments. I mean, you just talked about a number of them, but take us to one particular aha moment that you know Fire Nation at our core will resonate with. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes is that if you don't build your dream, someone else will hire you to build theirs. <laughs> and that quote for me um, has rang true as I have been this raging entrepreneur uh, for now 10 years or almost 11 years. And um, this, this moment where you say, I want to control my life. I want to have the freedom to choose. I want to create something that with influence and something that changes the world. And this has been the drive for me is that I, I'm actually completely and utterly unemployable. Um, and it's the ability that I have to work for myself and create um, and it's this drive to do this that really continues, you know, for me to be a serial entrepreneur. And I know that I'll create things in the future. Um, but I, I, I tell you people that are standing on the sidelines that have a job at some point, if you're a dreamer and you have something that you want to create, remember that like fear kills more dreams than failure ever will get out there and do it. I mean, I kind of get goosebumps when you say that quote, that if you don't just step up fire nation and build your own dreams, Someone's going to hire you to build theirs. And is that the kind of legacy or the kind of life that you want to look back upon? And I know because you're listening to Entrepreneur Fire, that the answer to that is no. And Dale, we are, my friends, about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Tired of handing out the same old snoozy business cards everywhere you go? 
I get it. It's tough to stand out from the crowd when you're at an event or conference with hundreds or even thousands of other people. Moo to the rescue. Moo.com offers you a platform to create a business card that's truly unique. They've got a variety of styles and design templates to ensure your card will stand out from the rest, including everything from mini cars to triple thick luxe cars. I can hear their voices now. Wow, that's a unique card. But more importantly, that unique card is giving you the opportunity to have a lasting impression. Want to take it to the next level? Moo also offers you the ability to put a different image or text on every card with Printfinity. What? Now that's epic. Ready to stand out with rich, thick, lovely business cards? See and feel the difference with Moo. Visit Moo.com to create a business card that's as unique as you are today. That's M-O-O.com. I know, looking for the best candidates to hire for your business can be tough. It's time-consuming, and at times it can be frustrating too. But this search is so important because as a business owner, your company is only as good as the people you hire. And let's face it, posting your job in one place just isn't going to cut it when it comes to finding quality candidates. If you're looking for the best candidates to hire for your business, then look no further. Thanks to ZipRecruiter.com, I can post to 100 plus job sites with a single click. Just post once and within 24 hours, your candidates will be rolling into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. Did I already mention that ZipRecruiter has been used by over 300,000 businesses? And better yet, that you can try it right now for free? Yes, today you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Once more, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Dale, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? I'm in. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? The fear of the unknown. It was, I don't know how to do this. I felt under-trained and 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 the the information wasn't there in my mind. As I said earlier, you don't have the education system that structures you to be an entrepreneur. We are trained to be employees. So it's it's the it's the self-education, it's this power into books and audiobooks and training courses that I needed at that time. Um, and, and yes, it was just not being ready and feeling like that I didn't know where my next step was. What is the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I've ever received was just because you can doesn't mean you should. And just because it's smart doesn't mean it's right. And it was these two statements that really helped me uh, as they sit between almost every decision that I make to make sure that I'm making uh, the best steps with integrity, with honesty, with authenticity, with transparency, and the ability to really make decisions that don't hurt people and then actually grow my, my life in the right direction. What's a personal habit that you do have that you believe contributes to your success? The eye for design. I think that graphic designers and, and, and interior designers, it has nothing to do with the tools. It has everything to do with your eye. And I develop my eye in this habit of understanding design. I sit back almost weekly and look at what's the trending in graphic design and interior design and fashion design. And you know, I, I try to understand where things are going. And I would say most of my success is actually tied back to the understanding that design is very powerful. It brings credibility and trust, and it continues to grow companies in the right direction. Mm, love that. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? For me, one of my biggest internet resources is Dribble, D-R-I-B-B-B-L-E.com. 
And this is, again, one of those places that I go for design. And I sit there and I look at it every week. It's the top designers in the world. They get a chance to put their portfolios up and I study them. I understand web design and UI and UX. And I try to get into what branding's going, logos, is, is it flat, dimensional, what's happening, white space. And, I, and this is a, a place that I spend a lot of time to grow uh, as a business leader. So Dale, people over profits, Fire Nation knows this is a must read. They need to invest in themselves, read these words, absolutely. If you could recommend another book for our listeners, what would it be and why? The Brand Gap by Marty Neumeyer. Uh, this book is probably the only book that you'll need to read as a branding person. So I, I recommend every entrepreneur on the planet to read this book. It's a chance for you to, to get probably the clearest, most concise version and definition of branding within a short, beautiful amount of pages. Uh, nobody likes a long book. And uh, for my... <laughs> <laughs> Says Ayn Rand. No. <laughs> yeah, exa exactly, right? So, but this book is incredible. It's beautifully designed and it'll teach you how to be a branding person within an hour and a half of finishing it. Man, anybody. I love that. I need that. Everybody should be reading that. That's huge. And quick question, Dale. Is People Over Profit an audiobook? It is. Uh, People for Profits Boom. audiobook. Boom. I'm so excited. Actually, I'm, I'm actually in the middle of recording it right now. So you can pre-order it now uh, and uh, it will be fully available. I love when authors do their own audiobooks. I think it's absolutely brilliant. James Altucher does it incredibly well. If you haven't listened to his audiobook, Choose Yourself, I mean, it's a great example. He throws some like bonuses in there. Like his wife comes in one time and he's like, honey, no, I don't have to go pee. If I have to go pee, I'll press pause and I'll get up and go pee. And like, he keeps it in. It's like hysterical. It's like my favorite part of the book. Oh my gosh. Uh, and Fire Nation, you know I love audio. And I know you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book for free at eofirebook.com. And Dale, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would actually become a farmer. Now I'll <laughs> tell you, um, for me, most of my life, as I'm learning as I get older, uh, is that I'm hustling so that I can be a farmer. Um, now, this is such a weird thing to think about, but my, <laughs> my, uh, my philosophy is that I, I have this really good connection with the land and I love to sit in, you know, I own a seven acre ranch here in central Oregon and I love getting outside and sitting and staring at the mountains. And, uh, and I'd love to just create that experience and help people understand the beauty and value of, of creating their own food and really understanding like the stars and, and getting a chance to, to see, you know, rivers and streams and a little bit less off the laptop, uh, but really getting into the earth some more. Wow. That's something I never would have guessed, but I actually do resonate with surprisingly much. And Dale, I want to end today how we started, on fire, with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Parting advice would be promote what you love instead of bashing what you hate. And I've spent a lot of time being very cynical 
as an entrepreneur. Uh, solving problems as an entrepreneur is one of these things where you fight against this lie. You fight against these things in the world. Uh, but nobody loves an, a negative person. And as I've grown older in my maturity and my leadership, I try to really watch what I say, what comes out of my mouth and what comes off my tongue. And uh, it's this ability to, to really just talk about the things that are building you up and not tearing you down. And, and what that does is it brings more of the right people around you and it creates this great community of people that believe in you because you're constantly pushing what's good. Well said. And what's the best way that we can connect with you? Uh, you can follow me anywhere on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, um, Instagram, Pinterest is my main source, right? At Dale Partridge. Also making a great offer for the Entrepreneur on Fire community at peopleoverprofit.com forward slash fire. It'll be a place for you to actually get my book and also a bunch of goodies with it. I'm going to include a People Matter ebook, uh, three minutes uh, or three three minute People Over Profit leadership video lessons, a private podcast. That's all yours, guys. What? Fire Nation, come on. You know that you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Dale P and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Dale in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with all the greatness of what we've talked about today. Again, anything you want to connect with him on, it's Dale Partridge at Dale Partridge, dalepartridge.com, you name it, it's there. And of course, the special gift for you, Fire Nation, peopleoverprofit.com slash fire. A lot of goodies there waiting for you. Make it happen. Take advantage of these amazing opportunities that my guests are giving to you. And Dale, I just want to say thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, my friends, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Awesome. Take care, John. Today's show is brought to you by our longtime sponsor, 99designs. 99designs is entrepreneur's number one choice for quality graphic design. To get your logo, business card, mobile app, or website, visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 upgrade of services free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Also, if you're an entrepreneur who's prepared to ignite, visit thefirepath.com where your passion and our guidance unite. See you there.